Hi, and welcome to LISD's Digital Dish. This podcast is hosted by Julia Frazier and Michael Vick, two of LISD's instructional technology facilitators. We will be discussing the latest digital innovations, dilemmas, and solutions for your classroom and more. We love Google, efficiency, and sharing information. Join us as we banter, debate, and discover the technology offerings of LISD and beyond. All right, here we go. Episode 8 of... The, the Digital, digital dish. dish. I'm Julia Frazier. I'm Michael Vick. And we are here to talk to you about, oh, this is a special episode. Yes. We have decided to go off script a little bit. and Mix bring it up. You, yeah. We like to we mix can, things up. Um, we've been planning some classes, and the classes that we've been planning for the district have been district-level classes. For November trade credit. And are, you teaching, been... are you teaching the course that you're writing? No. Oh, you didn't get selected? Okay. No, I didn't. Well, but... but I'm teaching mine. I just, that's really the only reason why I asked you. So <laughs> he wants I to put in you. a plug <laughs> for himself. But they, one of the courses is on, mine was on photo editing, and Michael's that he's planning is on. Well, it says audio, creating, editing, and sharing, but we also do a lot of, uh, screencasting that was kind of a decision that we our group made when we were putting the course together that screencasting is just such a powerful tool and opportunity so we put in some things in there about screencasting as well perfect which is audio yeah it is audio it's It's audio with the added video yeah Um, so part of the you know we were talking and thought it would be really cool to bring you a very special audio video episode talking about some of the audio and video tools that we are familiar with and that we really like some old ones and some new ones and so this is a i mean this is a podcast and we do use a lot of audio tools too i mean we we have a usb mic that we use and i'm actually recording my our initial recording we're using this uh, program called camtasia now camtasia does cost something it's software that you can put on your computer we could use a lot of different things to do this but this is the one that we found to be it's easier to edit yeah, back in the day, of the early days of the podcast, dude, yes, the rewind, we were using Audacity, but I don't know if you have, if you're a long-time listener or if you've listened to any of the old episodes, one time using Audacity, I erased our podcast three times. Yeah, actually in the title for episode, yeah, in the title for episode two, it says recorded, recording number three. That's probably our best one since we had three takes. Yeah, we practiced a lot of times. So we decided to switch. Actually, Michael made an executive decision. And so I did Julia, not make an executive. This is not working. I texted you with a lot of exclamation marks <laughs> and said this is an exciting idea. But there's that's not the only change in this episode. We're also adding a new drop. Uh, last week, if you remember, we talked about, I put you on the spot and I made you compare Keynote to Google Slides. Yes. And I, and you never did make a choice. I re-listened to that podcast, and you just dodged the question. You're, I'm ready. You totally Jason Garrett at that. I am, <laughs> I am ready to make a stand. Right. Like, I'm going to plant my flag in the ground. Oh. And I'm going to say right now which one at this current Oh, right moment, now? Right now? Yeah, it could always change. I'm on the edge of my seat. I know. Mostly because I don't want my seat to squeak. <laughs> It can always change. I could always rescind this, but at this current moment, can I have a drum roll, please? My favorite. Wait, wait, hold on. Say, can I have a drum roll, please, again? Can I have a drum roll, please? Is going to be Keynote. Wow. I'm obsessed with Keynote. I just can't stop talking about it. I'm surprised. I really... 
At this point, I don't think I would choose Keynote. Well, I think it's because I haven't given you your tutorial yet. Yo, that's probably... <laughs> I've had... I mean, I've gone to two or three different trainings on it. Now, that's the real problem is I haven't continued my application of it. Today. I'm so obsessed with it, I can't even. That's how high my obsession is. Okay. Is it in y'all's photo editing class? Keynote, did y'all include it? I mean, it's not um, really a photo editor. I mean, you no, could do some editing of photos. Yeah, I think we used it for the collage part of it. Oh, okay. We did use it for making collages. You can use Pages and Keynote to make collages. Okay. So it wasn't the editing portion. It was the collage making portion. Now, I've used Pages for a lot of things. Pages is also awesome. Pretty similar. It is some very really similar. beautiful handouts, graphics, posters. Yes. Uh, fun fact, when I applied for this job, one of the things that I used was a Pages flyer. It's very beautiful. I had QR codes on it. That is beautiful. And they went to videos. Come in full circle. And you got hired, even though nothing else. I don't know. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> you were rude as to me. Anyway, so I am saying keynote. I pounded on the table. That's how how excited I am about keynote. I just it's so creative. I'm torn because slides does have that collaboration feature. But Keynote, the creativity is on another level. Slides can't compete with the creativity right now. Okay. So there you have it. There you have the it. The official Julia Fraser recommendation. That is my official, yep, is endorsement. Note, which isn't a music thing. It sounds like it should be musical. I know. That key is my endorsement. Note, yep. So <clears throat> I feel good about that decision. I feel ready to move on. Right, I feel but ready. That's not actually why I brought that whole thing up, though. I just oh. wanted to tell everybody <laughs> that we made a new drop called, called This or That. <laughs>
like I was saying, I would definitely. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> a little derailed there. Yeah. Um, I definitely would start on the iPad if you have never used iMovie before. Really? Um, because it's less clunky. If you're going into iMovie on the computer for the first time, you might get a little overwhelmed yeah. with some of the choices I there. can see that. And you're and just trying to figure out what file is what. Mm -hmm. and just yeah. Importing is a little wonky. Right. You may want to use the in-house camera, or you might want to use an external camera and bring in bring in media. Like right, I could see. I see what you're saying. I would definitely start on the iPad and then transition to the Mac because you really are going to get a lot more features on the Mac. Fun fact: When I applied for this job, oh my god, I also did an iMovie presentation. Wow. At some point, I'm going to have to say what I use to apply for this job. So, I just basically said I know Julia. And, no, I'm just kidding. No. So this is clearly a tool that I've used that I feel strongly about. I would start on the iPad, move to the computer. When you're on the computer, you do get options that aren't available on the iPad. For example, um, green screen. Green screen is something you cannot do yet on the iPad, but it is available on the Mac. Okay. So that's really one of the reasons why you can do the picture and picture on the Mac, but not on the iPad. I found the Mac was just a little bit easier to move things around. Like you can dig in and get smaller clips per to really move stuff around and edit stuff a little bit cleaner. I would agree with that 100%. You're going to want to use iMovie on the iPad when you're working with a simpler project. When also the students. I mean, they, they have an iPad. And yes. so you're going to want to have them use the tool they have. And iMovie is free. It's one of the free apps that comes on. Well, I don't think it comes on there automatically, but you can go get it out of um, the self-service. Self yeah. When you're working with more complicated projects, then you move on to the Mac. Yeah, I just, a card. Yeah, and use a Mac. Yes, exactly. I just think that it's a powerful tool. It comes with the trailer options where yeah. you can make little trailers. As a classroom teacher, I always, if we went on a field trip or if we were doing a different activity at school, I always made little trailers for my parents of, what, of pictures of what we were doing and send them out because some parents... Can you tweet them? Can you tweet those? Yes, and I would. Yeah, I would tweet them and and send them out. And the parents really love that. The kids, when we came back from Lisdola, right? I sat down. We had pictures. I said, "Make a quick iMovie trailer of your learning at Lisdola," and the kids really. It was a great way to capture their learning. The trailers are, are quick, and they have built-in spots for photos or videos. You can go and print storyboards for the trailers. They have lots of storyboards that you can print out so that the kids can pre-plan their trailers. It's just a, it's a great way to showcase work and to capture student voice. I remember my daughter two years ago. She was playing on my iPad, and she found iMovie, and she went to trailers, and she put in pictures of her and, and my son, her brother, Nolan. <laughs> All these pictures of the two of them and the, like the superhero theme music. Yes, and it was pretty. She was really proud of the part. And she's six, like, and she didn't yeah. really know how to do a whole lot on the iPad, but she could do that. Yes, there. It's a great tool not to be forgotten. Don't be afraid of not knowing what is going on on the tool because your kids will figure it out and your kids will let you know. It's one of those things where sometimes we learn from the students and. It's, it's a great tool to use for those video productions. Yep, yep. Use it if you haven't. Yeah. Ask our ATF if you need help. <laughs>
Okay, number two oldie but a goodie. It's time for an oldie but a goodie. And I actually don't know how old it is. Oh, wait, yes, I do. It was created in 2007. So this is wow. 11 years old. I hadn't even graduated from college That yet. is the year I graduated college. What? I know. So I could have created it. I didn't. I'd be richer. <laughs> I don't even know. It's, I mean, it's free. Like, it's not, I don't know how rich I would be. How many ads are on here? But yeah, Vocaroo is just a really easy web recording tool. I mean, you just go to Vocaroo. It's like this one screen. All you got to do is push click to record, record yourself, and then you can upload it as a as a different as a file. Or I don't know if you can put it directly on your Google Drive. Do you know? I know. Well, even if you save it as a file, you can move it in your drive. The great thing about Vocaroo, if you are recording a Vocaroo, it gives you a QR code immediately. So you can record a Vocaroo, get that QR code, and um, you don't have to house it anywhere. It houses right on Vocaroo, gives you a QR code, and you're away, you're away you go. Cool. So that's really all I have. I mean, it's just a really easy way to record using a computer. There are other really easy ways to record using your iPad or even your phone, but... Just one thing that people haven't really heard about is Vocaroo. Yes. Something to know about Vocaroo. I said I was going to throw something at you before we started recording. Yeah, I was wondering how that was going to happen. Yes. So something to know about Vocaroo is, and Vocaroo is spelled V-O-C-A-R-O-O, Vocaroo, is that when you house your recordings on Vocaroo, they do not stay there forever. The recordings do disappear after a predetermined amount of time. So when you record in Vocaroo and you, wow. those recordings do disappear, it's part of how they keep that space available for other recordings. According to Vocaroo Help, it says there's no set time that will expire, but it says after a few months. Okay. So after a few months. So if it's something... It is a curve. Yes. Yeah. If it is a QR code that you're wanting to use for a extended period of time, you want to make sure that you download it or you move it to your Google Drive. Now, I have found, because a teacher was using this tool and needed a long-term solution, I have found a audio recording site that allows you to save and organize your audio recordings underneath your own profile, and it also automatically creates QR codes for them. And that is called chirbit.com. C-H-I-R-B-I-T. Chirbit. And it does the same thing as Vocaroo, except for it's a little bit more clunky, a little bit more complicated. So if you're going for something simple, quick, Vocaroo is the way to go. Just remember, they expire after a while. If you are using it for the long term, I would go with Chirbit. I think students, too, if you want them to turn in like a URL recording, they should use Vocaroo. I mean, if it's less complicated, you just click and then you have it. Yes. Chirbit, I'm not sure of the terms of service on that one because I've only Sounds used like you it. have to have an account. Yes. Well, you have to have an account 13, but it might be 18. I just know that teachers... For teachers to use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for well, that's example. That's audience yeah. So, yeah, no, I get it. I'm just thinking. A pre-K teacher was using it to label her room with QR codes so that the kids could help build their mm. vocabulary. So, Fancy. she wasn't she wasn't having the kids create. She was creating for the kids to use. I so, see. I see. yes, terms of service are always important, which to take into consideration. I got it.
It's that time again for the Digital Dishes Exciting Digital Tool. Well, let's move on to something that I've recently learned about. And I, I kind of knew about how to re record it. So it's, a, it's an iPad screen recording. And I, I knew that you could record your screen in a, in a lot of different ways. I knew that you could air serve it onto your computer and then record using air server. But I recently, or actually it's probably about eight or nine months ago, that you can record using your iPad. So you go to settings, go to control center, and on the bottom, you'll see an option to add screen recording. And then when you do that, it'll be on your control center. In elementary school, you know, we have a struggle is real with apps being compliant for younger children. Yeah, and so this isn't even an app. And even so, No, it's built right in with the computer. One of the real growing pains I noticed with my teachers was when we couldn't use educations anymore because it just, hey, they created Did you know that accounts. I showed educations in my interview to get... Did you really? Or are you just No, for real. Good. For real, I was See? waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> to throw that in there. So educations went to paid, it went to account creation, was no longer available on student devices. Well, you pull up Keynote, you use the draw feature, kids can draw math problems or they can draw whatever they were drawing in EduCreation and then you hit screen record. Live time, they can be drawing while screen recording. It really is a cool thing. It's great. It's hard to really describe through audio. I mean, I suggest you go through YouTube and just look up how to screen record on my iPad. Yes. Also, have you found out, I've updated to the iOS 12. Did you know that to get to the control center is in a different place? It is in a different place yeah. now. I learned that literally two hours ago. It's in a different place. I use my assistive touch button to get to control center. Oh, okay. Control center used to be on the bottom, and with iOS 12, yeah. it's from the top right. Top right. Yeah, you kind of take your finger and from off screen to on screen. You just go from the top right. I'm actually showing you with my finger, which does nothing for you. It listeners. doesn't, no, nothing for the listeners. It helped me, though. I haven't updated to iOS 12 yet, so. Oh, wow. I, I, I just use my assistive touch button. I don't think whispering keeps anything from anybody. Uh, we're, the whole yeah. world can hear you say that. Unfortunately. Sorry, guys, I haven't updated yet. Well, we only recently were allowed to update. That is true. So you're in the clear. So there's actually a lot of things you can put in that control center. You can just take a look. There's a magnifier. I don't know what they are all off the top of my head. Now, there are a lot of things in that in that control center that you can customize, but screen recording is one of the newer things, and I think it's one of the most valuable. Also, this is another thing we were going to talk about. You can make it read to you. If you go to the settings and then general, and then you click on speech, you'll have a ton of options to get your iPad to read to you. This is huge. We have a lot of students with accommodations and a lot of people pulling their hair out because they have to figure out how to read all these tests and other assignments to their kids. Well, have the iPad read it to them. It is an accessibility feature. There are two different options. You can highlight text and press speak, or you can use what's called speak screen. My preferred method is speak screen just yeah. because you can control the speed right there. You can pause it. The highlighting version is a little bit complicated to use. So definitely worth checking out those two options for, for built-in reading. Wherever you can get a cursor, the iPad will read it to you which is huge because it doesn't have to be in a specific software to get that audio. It's, yeah, it's pretty big change, pretty big. Like a lot of teachers are like, why do my kids have iPads? And I'm like, well, here's one thing that they can do that you had no access to before. And this is, it's, it's, it could be a game changer if teachers let it. It definitely, yeah, could be. 
I'm going to go ahead and move on and talk to another exciting digital tool. It's that time again for the Digital Dishes Exciting Digital Tool. I really feel like I'm an Apple spokesperson today because I've talked about iMovie, Keynote, and now I'm moving on to Clips. Clips is not to replace iMovie. It is a new app that came out, an Apple solution that came out. It is not meant to create long production. Is it even an app? I mean, I know it looks like an app, but it's not one that you have to go to the app store. It's already on there. Correct. It's native it's, to it's, the iPad. It's already, it comes loaded on the iPad already. It is allows you to take videos, photos, and what they call posters within the clips tool. Which is like a cool looking background. Background that you can add text over and create short little videos with it. Again, it is not meant to take the place of iMovie. It is not, you can't do all the fancy editing that you can with iMovie, but Clips does come with its own built-in tools that make it look really dynamic. It really is pretty cool. cool. It is neat. It lets you, like I said, the posters, and the posters are animated, and they will move. You can add text. It has stickers that you can add that change and move. It also has a whole database excuse me, of built-in free music that you can put with your clips. And cool looking filters. I like the comic book filter. That's the one I played yes, with the most. Yes, the filters. I have kids already who have no idea what clips is, how to use it other than creating the filters. And they'll mm -hmm. put their pictures in it and use filters. And they figure that out all on their own because, uh, you know, the, the teaching the teacher about clips and the class about clips is coming in the future. But they found it and they've been using it for, for filters. And you that, can get lost in it. The kids can get lost in it. It's yes, really cool. It's very neat. Another thing that I love is that in clips, you can create videos with closed captioning on them. So you can record and it'll, it will automatically type in exactly what you're saying and you can create your own closed captioning. Which is huge. I love it. It's, I keep saying that word. <laughs> it's huge. It's your it's word. Big, it's your vocabulary gigantic. word of the day. Yes, let's get out of the thesaurus and you can find right. some other you words. You keep talking. I'll, I'll, I'll find a different word. Okay. Clips is new and fun and great. When we were in our Apple training, we did a geometry scavenger hunt. And then we made a clips video. It's colossal. Of... <laughs> Our geometry scavenger hunt. What, what else you got there? Enormous. Vast. Colossal. Vast. It is vast. It, what it can do is vast. So check out Clips. Again, here's a plug for us. If you don't know how to use it or you need more information, please ask your ITF. Solnick-FraserJ at LISD.net. Well, I'm just the ITF for my campuses. Yeah, but feel free if I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, don't worry, guys. I'll give him a tutorial on how to use clips. I know how to use clips. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not a super power user, but I do. It's fast, all right? <laughs> it's, it's colossal what you can do with it. <laughs> and we're going to wrap this up by just mentioning don't forget QuickTime on your Mac. It's kind of funny that we're using, we're talking about QuickTime at the end, but you would think it'd be quicker. <laughs> to talk about it um, where at the beginning. Well, I just feel like since I'm a dad, I gotta throw in dad jokes. Some dad me. jokes, yeah. It's very normal. It's a, it's essential to get your dad jokes in. Oh, I heard a, I heard a joke. You want to hear it? Okay. What do you call a twitchy cow? I don't know. 
know. Beef jerky. Oh, I should have known. That's 100% making it. Beef jerky. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Oh, you knew that one already. Yes. Dang. So, quick time. (laughs) Quick time. Built in on your Mac. I always love things that you don't have to download that are just there for you to use. QuickTime allows you to record your screen. You can record your iPad screen if you connect it to your Mac, though with the new screen recorder on the iPad, I think that might be a little obsolete. You I, I always forget about that. Mm-hmm. Like I know you can do that, and I've and I've done it, but I just I never really think about it in the moment. But like you said, now it's kind of obsolete. Yeah, you can record yourself with QuickTime, your face. You know, I was QuickTime is one of those things in our audio course that we put a whole module on, and you can actually do a screen recording with a face cam. So if you do a movie recording and then you do a screen recording with your movie face on the side. You can have a screen recording with a face cam. Oh my cam. goodness, I did not even know that. Well, now you do. Now I know. I'm sure there's other ways to do it, but that works. That's what like all the YouTubers do. No, I think they use some specific software because there are some some kinks to it. Like for example, if your window um, goes over your movie video, you got to make sure that that window stays clear of got that it. side. Got it. I mean, it's a little it's a little clunky, but it's a way to get it done, and it's like you said, native to the mac so. so you don't have to go anywhere else i like to save them on my desktop and then i drag them into my google drive and once they're in my google drive i can get that link and i can share it with people students whoever mm-hmm. quick way to do it i yeah. do screencasts like that really quickly all the time it looks yeah. really impressive yeah so those are some of our favorite audio visual options yeah. uh native to the ipad and mac i think the only things we talked about that weren't really just built in with your devices were uh vocaroo and sherbet yeah those are the only ones i'm trying to think are there any other ones that we haven't mentioned this is probably like voice recording things on the app too that are kind of like clips that are mm-hmm. on there yeah but yeah anyway you can play with those they're easy to learn they are all right. There. So that's it. That's it for episode eight. We'll catch you next time. Make sure to follow us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or is it subscribe? Oh, I'm going to try that again. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Y'all. You can try those other things on successful. See you later. Peace out. Bye.